0: Thank you.
1: Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Colin II, and with me, as always, via Zoom, is. Is Matthew. Maybe I
2: had a jet ski. Uh, It's it's a Polish name. Maybe I had a jet ski. It's, you
1: know. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I had a jet ski. Mm hmm. I think I'm a, state real bad. maybe yeah. I had a jet ski yeah, yeah. You know? I think I went to high school with a few uh, maybe I had a jet skis and, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: it's a common common Polish name in Toledo So
1: yeah makes sense <laughs> maybe I had a jet ski mm-hmm. <laughs> Matt maybe I had a jet ski
2: a lot of us look like Owen Wilson for some reason it's weird mm-hmm.
1: whoa wow Wow. wow! Sorry, no, he's wow. Joey Lawrence whoa,
2: <laughs> that's right. Joey Lawrence whoa, whoa. Owen is a more of like it's more of like a like wow, 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 wow. Uh,
0: yeah,
1: oh. wow, wow,
0: <laughs> wow.
1: I think it'd be cool if there was a movie that was just Joey Lawrence and Owen Wilson <laughs> on a road trip. like just visiting like really cool, like roadside, you know, things like big giant dinosaurs and stuff. (laughs) And, um, you know, and then they would just be like, Whoa. Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be the, it'd be the whole movie. Just them standing in front of the grand Canyon going,
0: Whoa.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yep. What would you call it? Um, Woe and wow. Woe and wow. (laughs) Yeah. Woe and wow with uh, no, no, no. It'd be it'd be wow and woe. No, woe and wilson. Yeah. No, no. Wow (laughs) and woe with Owen and Joe. Yeah. Yep. It could be it could be a series like on the on like the Travel Channel or whatever.
2: Oh, I kind of like Woe and Wilson personally. (laughs) the clan <laughs> word wow, Owen Wilson but then they have an argument about who you know gets the greater pun right because yeah you know Joey Lawrence would want you know to be you know the main guy and um yeah let's face it Owen Wilson would win that
1: oh that. yeah I don't think Joey would have a problem with that really <laughs> yes I mean Joey Lawrence the last thing
2: of report reports really the last thing of Report. There you go. He was in was in that show with Melissa Joan Hart that took place in Toledo and looked absolutely nothing like Toledo at all. Um, yes, where she played the mayor of Toledo and like all she,
1: she was the she was a city council member,
2: a city council. Yeah, and um, you play me like one episode and like none of the
1: buildings look like Toledo or the houses or anything. Yeah, but it, but it was great, man.
0: They they mm-hmm. went to a
1: mud hen game in one episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. forgot about that. Oh, yeah. could I? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it, it's okay. At least we have AP Bio, where there's actually a good representation of Toledo on TV.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah like, like the Rams, um, <clears throat> you know, stuff like that. Um, Witslock, you know, Whitmer, you know. Um,
1: yeah, kind of. I mean, but they, but they also like went to a walleye game, and they actually filmed here in Toledo mm-hmm. and stuff. So we were good. Anyway, so... Back to the topic at hand, folks.
0: <laughs>
1: Loki, episode four. Um, called The Nexus Event. It was uh, directed by Kate Herron and uh, written by Eric Martin. So, um, yeah, featured the song If You Love Me, Really Love Me by Brenda Lee, which I really liked the use mm-hmm. of that, which kind of reminded me of speaking of AP Bio, because it was kind of the same kind of, it just had a feel of, like, music that they would play on that show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So, um, in this episode, um, first off, I just actually want to get your first reaction here, Matt. Um, <clears throat> you know, um, I
2: watched it twice, and, um, I think it's probably my favorite episode so far. First time I watched it I was um I still thought that my the second episode was my favorite, but um after watching it a second time I think this one's
1: been my favorite so far. Yeah, mine too. I uh I was doing laundry watching this episode on my phone and um <laughs> making sure I was in a laundry room and I was making sure nobody stole my laundry so I had to sit there really hot, and I was sweating in the in the laundry room. But I was watching it on my phone, <laughs> and it was still good. You know, it was awesome because I've never watched a episode of it on my phone before. Um, but uh, I remember just sitting there because I'm all by myself, and like events happen in it, and I was like, "Oh my god, what the heck? I need to talk to somebody now." And, was, <laughs> and there was like some guy working outside, and I almost wanted to go and ask him, like, "Hey, have you watched Loki?" <laughs> no. <laughs> What do you think about
2: Loki? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to be like, I know you're trying to fix the air conditioning for our our complex here, but before you do that, I need you to watch Loki and tell me what you think of it. And you'd be like, I haven't seen a single episode. And I'll be like, okay, I need you to watch four episodes of a TV show. <laughs> watch four episodes in a row. And then yeah. And then talk me, to me about they, it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Just watch them really quick, man. Come on. You can, like, speed through them. Um, people, people can wait on their air conditioning. Um, the yeah. uh, <laughs> Which you've been complaining about for weeks. I know. Like, yeah, you're going to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> just started working. <laughs> we need to... <laughs> we, need to <laughs> we need to discuss Loki, man. It's, like, the importance of the That's- world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, So, anyways, um... Let's do a little breakdown here of the episode and what happened here, Matt. Uh, Sure. So, we start out here. It's uh, many years ago. And, uh... We start out with uh, a young Sylvie on Asgard. Playing with some toys. And, uh... Then a, um... Some... Some time hunters come, and uh, including Hunter Ravana Renslayer, Hunter A twenty three, um, and they arrest a young Sylvie for crimes against the sacred timeline, and then eras- er- erased her timeline from existence. Uh, then, uh, yep. then, then when they're when they're in the. When they're at the TVA, Sylvie sees, like, them torturing, like, a guy there, you know, like, trying to force him to go through the... through to the trial and stuff like that. And she's like, somebody help him! Which helps us... view more of, like, the fact that Sylvie actually... cares about people, you know? Mm-hmm. Isn't really just out for herself. Um... Then uh, they're about to have the trial for Sylvie and uh, Sylvie steals Renslayer's uh tempad
0: uh-huh.
1: during the trial and um escaped into a different timeline. Yep. That's yep. what happened there, yeah. So and and it seemed like Renslayer allowed her to do it. Yeah, which is kind of weird. Um, it could be just something that she, like, maybe that's why she's so hell-bent on getting Sylvie is because she feels guilty about letting this happen. Yeah,
2: because she kind of just sort of, like, oh, she's right here. Plus, the other thing about that was kind of weird was, like, it seemed like Sylvie, like, really was comfortable using that 10 pad like if that was the first time she was there like she just knew all the buttons to push and everything like I'm starting to wonder if there's been like some kind of continuous time loop going on where even as a kid she's not really a kid or something I don't know but like
1: either that or she's just you know she she's she's a magical being she's a god or a goddess yeah let say and she uh, she's smart so, yeah, maybe, maybe that's, maybe right. yes. yeah. I mean, it, it, it could be like the fact that, you know, my almost two year old niece the other day somehow unlocked my niece's cell phone. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it could be something like that. And, and then, <laughs> that's and, great. And, and started playing some Justin Bieber music on it. I mean, it's like, I don't know how she did it, but she knew how to do it. So, <laughs> Like, password or just, just like. It's like a finger, you know. Movement or something, but she somehow she somehow unlocked it, and we still haven't figured out how she did. But <laughs> wow, <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, crazy. And then she and she changed the music on because we were we were playing music on the on the phone into a little speaker, and she changed it to a like a Justin Bieber song that she wanted to hear.
2: Oh wow! So
1: you know, it's like okay, <laughs> maybe she, you know because so that that makes me think that you know children can understand a tempad.
2: yeah i mean mm-hmm. plus too it seems like kids the more technology there is kids just like almost intuitively know how to use them you know yeah. so
1: <coughs> so um something like that. yeah so basically and th- then we uh then we cut to the um after that that happened um we, we cut to the present day or whatever you want to call it because time moves weird in the TVA. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> um, Mobius is there talking to, uh, Judge Renslayer and wants to see, um, asks to see a Hunter C-20. But, uh, Renslayer claims that C-20 died from a mental breakdown. <laughs> So, um, which seems very fishy <laughs> to not just the audience watching the show, but also seems kind of fishy to Mobius. Yeah. Like, he's not having it. He's yeah. like, mm. And, uh, so, um, then we cut over to our favorite variants, Loki and Sylvie. <laughs> in uh 2077 where the where they're on the on lamentus one the moon and uh, are stranded there and uh, they form what appears to be a romantic connection
2: <laughs>
1: um, which is kind of interesting
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> while they're ta- while they're talking um it has one of the best uh lines of dialogue i think i've of, of of any of these things and it says do you think uh, uh sylvie asks loki it says do you think that what makes a loki a loki is the fact that we're destined to lose and hmm. he says no we may lose sometimes painfully but we don't die we survive hmm. so i think that's a very important i just that that little exchange and they touch each other's hands and this creates like a uh a, like, huge nexus event, <laughs> which uh, they notice at the TBA. Um, this is after. Um, after uh, Hunter uh, B fifteen asks Mobius about C twenty. And uh, if, if, if he's heard anything about C-20 and he flat out lies to her and says no. Hmm. Yeah, so.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Because <clears throat> good, yep. pe- good people lie all the time.
2: Well, well sometimes they do, but... Um, yes. But uh, not like that. Um, yeah, I mean, she, you know... Made up some story about how she couldn't even speak by the time they got her in the, the TVA office or whatever, which is you know, bullshit. But um,
1: yeah, that's what Rivana Ruv- <coughs> said. Um, but but anyways, um, so so Mobius lies to B fifteen about that. Um, <laughs> anyways, this big Nexus event happens, and there's like a that's like perpendicular to the Sacred Timeline. And it's like yeah, dude straight up <laughs> yeah. It's like the biggest like <laughs> breach or branch in the timeline like ever. <clears throat> and uh, so, um, they go and they they rescue and arrest uh, both at the same time, uh, Sylvie and Loki.
2: They uh, rescue them. That's a well. I, I just Ooh. I invented that term right now. A rescue,
1: a rescue. It's my term. Uh <laughs> you should you, you should uh so 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 what we're gonna do now is we're gonna let um police use that term. Yeah. So they don't sound so bad when they arrest people from situations that they shouldn't be arrested from.
2: Well no, it's gotta be specific
1: for both a rescue and an arrest at the oh, same time. Okay. I thought it was just going to be a way to, to excuse and be like, no, 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 well, no I, did, I didn't arrest them. I rescued yeah. them because they needed to be rescued, so we arrested them so things wouldn't well, happen bad. The future,
2: the cops of the future might might use that term, but that th- this is the intended yeah. meaning of so, the so, term. So. so right
1: now, I'm just saying in the future when that term is getting used, Matt, mm-hmm. and you feel bad about creating that word yep (laughs) because of me exactly i I invented it yes so it'll be your fault when some poor little girl is rescued yep yep Yep. (laughs) yep oh boy yep yes anyways um they uh So basically they they go back to the headquarters there after they're arrested and um they put uh like Sylvie in this uh like kind of like cell and then um Mobius takes Loki and then traps him in a time loop <laughs> wherein he is uh continually attacked by his associate siF <laughs> lady sif um um, before uh, pulling him out and interrogating him in relation to the Nexus event and how it occurred, um, but yeah, the the one thing about the uh, about the time loop that he's in is the very important thing that uh, sure he's getting physically assaulted because he had basically he cut off some of uh, Sif's hair. And, uh, but, that that we see here. But the one thing that is very, uh, interesting here is that I think the more painful thing than the actual, like, you know, being kicked in the balls by her and, uh, you know, slapped and everything, is the emotional abuse that he's getting by the fact that she keeps saying that he's alone and he always will be. Mm-hmm. Because I think that is probably what's hurting Loki more than the actual physical violence.
2: <clears throat> mhm. That's how it's always been with him though. Yeah. Uh, Cuz he's always felt he wasn't really um I don't know. I mean, he, he didn't he didn't know he was a false Giant until later on, right? But Right. Uh but still it seems like even he always felt like he wasn't truly part of the Asgardians even before that. So maybe he just knew deep down that he wasn't like them in some yeah. way or whatever um <clears throat> so and st-
1: yeah and, and still it's like the whole whole idea that you know i think it, it's it's very interesting because parallel to the aspect of that we have the the scene earlier where he basically kind of falls in love with himself so <laughs> it's kind of a metaphor for the fact that you got to love yourself before you can love anybody else <clears throat> Right and Loki never truly loved himself probably until he's actually kind of fell for himself in the form of Sylvie. <laughs> right. <laughs> there, there, there's a lot of there's I think there's a lot of psychological stuff going on there that is actually pretty cool. Like because it yeah. basically teaches us indirectly that you know basically you're never going to be in a healthy relationship until you're able to love yourself. Yeah, and I guess if it takes loving a version of yourself. <laughs> from, a, from a multiverse yeah yes <laughs> uh, <clears throat> or whatever timeline or whatever um that, that that brings that brings up a question I wanted to ask you Matt while we're on the subject mm-hmm. if um if there was like say a um a version of you from another timeline could you see yourself in a relationship with that person
2: <laughs> Probably not just because I know. that it's me um so i I don't think so
1: um i guess it brings up even the more like realistic logical question is would you rather be with somebody that's more like yourself or somebody that's kind of challenges you and uh has different views on the world and stuff not like Mm. not like you know i'm not talking about like Major issues or anything, you know, you're going to have to agree yeah. different the, the same things. But I'm saying like somebody with a slightly different personality, like if you're if you're shy, somebody more outgoing, or vice versa, you know.
2: <clears throat> well, yeah, I think I think I'd rather have someone that's you know a little bit different to me because um, I mean it's like you know if I just want to you know be in the house all the time and not go anywhere. If I'm with someone, if I'm with someone else who also just want to. Go. i mean yeah i guess on the surface it sounds like a great oh it's great or whatever but it's like we're just gonna be sitting around for like days like yeah our entire weekends would just be doing nothing like you know what i mean so it's yeah. like
1: i um, doing the same thing over I, and over again
2: or something I'd, I'd rather be with someone who's gonna like say like oh hey you know we're going out or whatever but like but still like someone who's understanding enough to know that like I'm going to have a panic attack. I'm not going to just go in a room with like a hundred people and pretend like I'm fine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like that's, that won't work. Like type of thing, you know, like, Oh, just, just completely dissociate for me. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tolerate that. But like definitely someone who's like, Hey, you know, I'd like you to meet some of my friends and you know, here's the ground rule. If you feel way too uncomfortable, like, yeah. Like, not just any kind of discomfort, because any kind of discomfort can be interpreted as, oh, I can't do it. But, like, I mean, if you're, like, if you're going to, like, fall apart, yeah, let I mean, me know I, know. I
1: honestly don't think that any of us could just be with somebody that's exactly like us. Yeah. And, and, and even here, I mean, Sylvie is not exactly like Loki, so it makes sense, you know, so.
2: No, they have different personalities. Yeah. And,
1: um, yeah um do you want to take a quick break here matt and we'll come back and talk about the rest of the episode sure okay we'll be right back folks
0: what is gen x what is the silent generation what do generations have in common
1: And we are back. Okay, um. Um, so... Back to the episode here, Matt. Um. Like I said, Mobius has, uh... Loki trapped into this, uh, time loop. And, uh... He, uh... He pulls him out for, uh for interrogation in relation to how the nexus event happened starts uh mocking his narcissism and his falling <laughs> in love with Sylvie <laughs>
2: um
1: Loki reveals to them that all the TVA workers are all time variants but Mobius doesn't believe him at first and he throws him back into the time loop <laughs> Um so then there's a, then then uh Renslayer and Loki have a have a, a meeting in her office to like celebrate from, you know catching the variants. What happens there, Matt?
2: Um he's um, he's still kind of questioning her about everything about like what happened to Hunter B20 and she's kind of picking up on him you know like where like where is this going c20. sorry c20 yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, where is this you know where is this like where do you getting that with all these you know weird questions you know like it's it's fine everything's been settled and he's like just can't shake it it's like just doesn't feel right to him like and then she's kind of trying to you know steer him away from it by saying that or she's just trying to protect him because um
1: because you know, he wants to, he wants to interview Sylvie, but yeah, but yeah, the- so
2: he's saying like, well, you know, she scrambled, you know, Hunter C 20s brain till she died, so she doesn't want that to happen to him, kind of thing. So whatever, and he doesn't quite buy it, so he he casts, you know, makes a diversion by saying, oh, where are you going to put this trophy or whatever? So she picks it up, and he swaps their timepeds, you know, takes hers and then puts his on the table. And then abruptly gets up to say, "Oh, I'll see you later." And you know she's kind of suspicious, like, "Well, wait, you just got here. You only had one drink." And he's like, "Oh, I I had two drinks." And you know, you apparently, I guess, I guess it's implied that you know these meetings go on for quite a bit. You know, so kind of like they're almost, almost like boyfriend girlfriend, but they're not allowed to kind of thing or whatever. We talked about. You know, unique friendships that are uncommon for people like them. Whatever that's supposed to mean. Yeah. uh, There's probably something going on, um, or or something could go on, but they are keeping their distance or whatever type. Yeah.
1: Also, while in there, um, he signed some paperwork earlier, and this pen that he uses is again that uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt High School pen. Oh, jeez. That she, she, yeah, yeah, that that. she, she gave him, and the the. The, the shot kind of lingers for a second there and and Mobius kind of looks at the uh, pen for a second hmm. so like I said again this is this is uh Chekhov's gun yeah something about that pen's gonna go off later I'm just saying
2: something about the high school or
1: yeah, something I mean, to do I mean, with... my thoughts are here here's my theory Mobius was a mm-hmm. teacher at that high school yeah I was just gonna say in um... the, in the 1990s. Who happened to own a jet ski? Yeah,
2: that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's literally what I thought. He's probably like, probably like a cool history teacher or like a yeah, maybe like English lit or something like that. You know, yeah. uh, you know I kind of got that vibe, you know, from him.
1: Um, that's my feeling about him. Either that or it was that was the high school he went to or something. Who knows? But you know, there's some yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. relation to that high school and Mobius. I think. Yeah, That we'll find out about in a later episode.
2: Or maybe he's, he taught jet ski lessons, <laughs> like driving lessons. Maybe they had a jet ski program. Yes. And then, uh, he taught jet ski.
1: <laughs> Every good high school has a jet ski driving of program. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean, you're not, a, you're not a top grade high school unless you do. So
1: Yes. In my, my high school, we had four years of jet ski. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All the other classes, it was, it was, all the other classes were superfluous, you know. It was, oh, just, it, was it was it was just yeah, jet skis. Yeah, well, you know, if you go
2: to the maybe you had a jet skis Polish high schools, you know they they have those. Yes, no classes, they all so. have.
1: And, and and sadly, you have to learn how to ride a jet ski in a in like a Olympic sized swimming pool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So. um... <laughs> So yeah, he, he he leaves basically saying that he's uh you know, he's tired and exhausted from all these Lokis. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yep, he he looks at the temp pad, and what does he find on it, Matt?
2: Uh, he finds the uh, debriefing um, video where she's um, Hunter C twenty is talking about how you know they're all, all time variants and that you know these are you know real memories that she had and um Ravana just gets really like really scared it's like I'm ending this and you know he pauses you know and kind of zooms in you can see fear in her eyes like she knows like she knows about this type of thing um mm-hmm.
1: well I forgot earlier there was a there was a scene earlier in the episode where uh Renslayer went to visit the the timekeepers. Oh yeah, that's right. She looked all nervous before she went in there to talk to them, and we didn't Mm -hmm. see really. We kind of saw them up on the up on their little dais on you know, and their kind of throne or whatever, with um you know, in their kind of looking like the the. The people, from those, those like judges from uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure or something up there, and um, yeah,
2: oh, uh, yeah, wow, wow, yes, wow, wow, wow. And yeah, they had this cool, like symbol, like in red, like it almost looked like a magic symbol, like a, like in magic, you know, like Wandavision. Yeah. That kind of magic, not not magic tricks, like you know, like a.
1: Yeah, somebody else was pointing out that there are, there are like magic runes on the ceiling in Renslayer's office.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Kind of like the ones that uh, that uh, Agatha had in her basement.
2: Oh, okay. That's so that
1: that could be interesting. We'll have to find out.
2: Cool.
1: Um. So. So so basically, back back to the. You know, Mobius finds out that uh, basically Renslayer lied to him, and that C twenty seemed fine, just spouting off stuff they didn't want to hear, and uh, Mobius frees Loki once more. <laughs> um, from the uh, from the time loop, and he's basically trying to help him. He's basically, you're going to have to trust me. And he he says, and uh, Loki calls him a friend. Says that he can trust a friend. And uh, Mm -hmm. they're about to go off and figure out what's going on. And uh, Loki's free to run around, basically. He's still got his little uh, thing around his neck little, like, you know... What is that? Like a... I don't know. <laughs>
2: a collar, kind collar, of. Collar, like yeah. That.
1: Collar thing. That's the word I was looking for. Collar. Um, yeah. He, uh... And then, um... Basically, Mobius acknowledges that he had betrayed Renslayer. And, uh... Talks about, you know, basically that they're all variants and stuff like that. Leading Renslayer to ordering him to be pruned mm. and mm. in the first shock of the episode i was like fuck they just killed mobius yeah so that i know that kind of pissed me off because mm. he didn't get to go on his jet ski yet
2: no um, he even talked about it. like maybe i had a jet ski
1: yeah that's what he said when he was talking about like yeah. i know i, was, I, I had, a, had a life maybe i had a jet ski
2: and that's what i like to be is oh yeah because earlier she was asking him what time period he would love to be in or
1: oh yeah and that's what he said he wouldn't answer it for some reason mm-hmm. and um that might have been her way of testing him too to see what he was feeling you know to right yeah exactly um to see if he was influenced like c20 was um Anyway, so he's apparently dead now. And uh Renslayer takes Loki and Sylvie to the Timekeepers. She she like grabs them both and takes them to the Timekeepers. Um on the way there um in the elevator to the Timekeepers, Sylvie asks Renslayer if she remembers her first off, and she says yes and then she asks her why she was arrested like what what was her nexus event nexus event that created you know that caused her to be arrested by the time by by the time Faryon's authority and uh yeah. we see this smirk on Renslayer's face and she says i don't remember
2: yeah yeah some filthy smirk from a filthy person I think I think she's evil to be honest um, she
1: might be evil or something like that I've got some other theories too but um, mm-hmm. that are not gonna come true but um <laughs> <laughs> I don't want her to be the bi- the big bad of the show because that'll be the third show in a row where the big bads are all women.
2: I don't think she's gonna be the big bad. No, um, no I
1: think there's still something else happening. I'm just <laughs> saying. I just, I don't know. I just don't like the message Marvel's sending right now with women being all the bad people. Well, um, yeah, that's the thing. See, yeah. that's the
2: thing. No, that's the new thing now, though. Is that mm. so? Like, we've gone through like, you no, know, like there's like I was I was actually thinking of this like like last week, and I couldn't really vocalize it. But like, there's there's almost like an evolution of thing going on. So like. Like, and this this happens like with like a anyone who's like a minority or like someone who's like was like part of like a second class citizen. So like first is like you either either depicted as like totally like powerless or you're you start off as the villain. It usually could be either or. Then you move your way up to like kind of like a hero and then and or a victim. But then something happens later on where it's like well. Why can't we be played as villains? But like not villains as in like when you – what I'm trying to say is like – so like there was like this – like when you depict people as villains, you can either do it because that's how you see like those people in real life. So you're basically like, oh, black people, they're villains. You know what I mean? But then there comes a certain time where it's like a group of people can be the villain in the TV show without – society seeing them as villains if that makes sense i'm not really describing as yeah. well it, like- it makes, I, I get what you're
1: saying okay I, good I, my, my main my main complaint is i understand that but i just don't want all of the villains in these shows <laughs> to be women you know <laughs> it's just well, wandavision of course it's mephisto is pulling a string so um yeah not really. No. <laughs> I don't know. So we'll see what happens when we get to the last two episodes. Yeah. Well,
2: it's going to um, be King the Conqueror, you know, it's it's going to be King.
1: Uh maybe, but, maybe but my thing with that is is like okay, so for for a for a Marvel fan that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But for your for, for your like people that know the history of the characters and people that do research like you and I do. Mm-hmm. But your casual viewer to just bring a villain out of nowhere, it's gonna be very dissatisfying. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It, it, yeah. It, and I mean, what you want on a show like this is somebody we already know to be the villain. So it's, it's
2: Thanos. <laughs> no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, but not somebody from another movie or anything, it's somebody within this show. Because there are there are people that may have not seen any of the other Marvel movies and are just watching, you know. Loki, or, you know, something, you know, maybe they're a fan of Owen Wilson, so they started watching this show, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, those those fans, you don't want to throw them, uh, well, this this character who was in the Marvel comics for all these years that uh, everybody should know about, you know, and I, that's what I'm saying, but that's why right. I, that's why I'm doubting the Kang the Conqueror thing, theory, but it might still mm-hmm. happen, you know what I mean? It's just hard to say. Yeah. So, anyways, um, so we get to the timekeepers which are really creepy looking lizard people like they said before you know yeah the second one even talks like 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 he has a lisp because he's got a big mustache which i think is funny (laughs) because anytime like uh like a like like a uh a sea creature or something like that like a walrus or something has a mustache like that they always have to talk like like it's it's kind of like merman from uh from uh he-man yeah that's kind of the voice he had he kind of had the you know like the like you know, like, the, like he's got he's, something in his mouth um you know
2: he reminded me of this the character from the mandalorian um the guy that says, I have spoken, that guy. Oh, yeah, he um, does.
1: Yeah, he does kind of... And that's another thing. Like, he's got that kind of, you know, thing. I don't know. I wonder... Because that was Nick Nolte that did that voice. I don't think this was Nick Nolte. But, you know, it's, it's kind of... Yeah. Have, yeah, but it's got, like, a merman meets Nick Nolte sort of voice. <laughs> um So, uh... Anyways, um... While they're there, so, um... Um the the timekeeper's order Loki and Sylvie to be pruned but we did have a scene earlier i forgot about because <laughs> it wasn't in my breakdown for some reason um <laughs> <laughs> um uh, there um hunter b15 had brought Sylvie back to the 2050 alabama where they uh, to the to the, the 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 rocks cart um store
2: hmm
1: Where uh where there was that, you know, we had that event where um, Sylvie had entered uh, B fifteen's uh mind at one point to control her. Um She asks uh She asks Sylvie about the situation, like basically trying to say Am I a variant? You know, basically like that and she wants her to show her again so she sees that and she says i looked happy (laughs) and this was in a rain and everything oh my god that that scene i mean the the actress who plays uh who plays b15 was just amazing in that scene i think um Mm -hmm. it, it was really good and um both of them were um so so basically she knows this and so she's uh She's like, uh, basically now converted over to the, uh, the Sylvie camp where she believes Sylvie saying that they are, you know, variants. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so right before they're about to be pruned, B-15 frees the pair of their restraints on their collars. And, uh, together the three of them fight and defeat Renslayer and the timekeeper's guards. Uh, though B-15 at one point is knocked unconscious. unconscious. So, Sylvie throws a sword at the timekeepers at one point and beheads one of them. And his head comes flying down and we basically learn that this whole timekeeper shit is just just Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) We find out they're like androids, they're animatronics or something, you know. I'm the 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 androids are basically just. I mean, the the timekeepers are basically just androids. It's like they're not you, even, yeah. Because, like, my my feeling is, is when you walk out of there, they start, you know, you know, doing a rendition of Katy Perry's fireworks or something, <laughs> and um, you know, they have a band, you know, and like, you know, you know, Pasquale and. And, uh, and, uh, Mr. Whatever the fuck those characters, you know, Jasper Jowls and all them come out and they, they join they them. They serve pizza.
2: Yeah, and they serve yeah, pizza. But-
1: yeah. And there's, and there's a bunch of arcade games we couldn't see in the background, you know? Yeah.
2: But it's only after
1: you leave, which is pointless. But um, well, no, they bring so, in all the they bring in all the kids, the kid version. Oh, I got gotcha, you. Yeah, okay, yeah.
2: That's the other thing too. Is like the other two were like laughing after she did that, which is
1: weird. And, and then that, um, and then they and then they all did like they they kind of they powered down like the Chuck E. Cheese characters do at the yeah. That was so creepy. <laughs> that's 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 what made me think. When they powered down, is when I thought this is like Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I know it's messed up. Um. Or or Showbiz Pizza or Major Magics or any of those you know, right things from back in the day. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I love Major Magics, man. That was yeah, that me was too.
1: Like,
2: that was my jam.
1: I was going Even with when the they Chuck, Chuck E. Cheese reference because I know no everybody knows Chuck E. Cheese. Not everybody oh, yeah, knows Major Magics. Oh, exactly. Yeah,
2: but um, I remember when they brought in Chuck E. Cheese. You know, it was a big deal, like you know a fad. Yeah. So like you know, my parents like they took us there once it was like uh i like major magics better
1: <laughs> still there was something about major magics it was darker in there mm-hmm. and for some odd reason the darkness the creepiness of it all made it even cooler
2: <laughs> well, it, it was dark, well it was dark but it, was, it was like a warm darkness it, mm-hmm. it felt safe it was it yeah. like and plus too it's like it was in a plaza so like you you drove so it wasn't like you just drove into like a place and there you are it was like you had to drive into like a whole plaza so the
1: whole whole thing just made it feel safer in in
2: a weird kind of way
1: um i don't know and then (laughs) and you could play air hockey there i liked that um so anyway and and uh and and uh what you call it um ski ball and uh
2: they have ski ball yes and no uh, no jet skis also my favorite no jet skis no unfortunately there was skis but not jet skis and uh and no god was not playing there that particular day days i was there but um never got to meet meet god playing playing, playing jet ski playing skee ball
1: Oh, yeah um
2: like in dogma Playing jet skis yeah yeah like in dogma but but like i think both i think both you and i had the same favorite video game there as teenage mutant ninja turtles oh yeah um what was it called? Lost not lost in space. No, was, no, no. Um, the,
1: the, I liked the original one, but they also had like Turtles in Time was the other one.
2: That was what I played
1: a lot with yeah. Turtles in Time. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 really want to get. If if anybody would like to donate to me, <laughs> um, that's listening, um, I really want the uh, the arcade one up uh, Turtles game. Yeah, like really badly. So you know, could you
2: to them? Yeah, just yeah, get so it, just send, send
1: us two of them. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, just send me an email. I'll give you our addresses. Um, yeah, <laughs> just, you know, you don't have to donate to Patreon or anything. Just donate us a turtles game. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, any anywho, um, back to the show. <laughs> um, so the uh, we find out that the timekeepers are just a bunch of bullshit, and. Um, <clears throat> So then um, Loki is about to tell Sylvie his feelings for her, basically. (laughs) Renslayer gets back up and then prunes Loki.
2: Well, I didn't see that coming at all. Um, No? The whole knock the person out with a punch... Turn yeah. your back, to that person. Oh, and the person got up and woke up. Oh no! If, if, if you've yeah. ever
1: seen a horror film, you got to make sure somebody's dead. I'm just saying.
2: Yeah, don't just punch it's, someone. It's it's it's, it's
1: it's it's like scream, you know, like basically the rules. You got to watch scream about these rules, people. Um,
2: that, that movie frustrated me so much just because it was like, I'm like, how obvious is it, to people? Like, mm-hmm. you know.
1: <laughs> so, anyways, um. As uh, as he att- attempted to tell her, he's basically pruned, and so Sylvia's angered, and she overpowers um, Renslayer, and uh, she demands the truth about the TVA. After uh, Renslayer tells her, "Do it, basically, you know, just you know, kill me."
2: Well, she's afraid. Yeah, uh, not not afraid of being killed. She she wants to be pruned because she's. Afraid of facing whoever's in charge or whoever yeah. or that they're going to be caught. Basically, and see this is what
1: this is what I don't understand is like I I know Renslayer knows a lot, but did she know that the time keepers were Chucky e. Cheese characters? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, the way she looked, she looked like really afraid to face them in the beginning of the episode. So.
1: That's what I'm I don't saying. Know. I don't think she knew. I don't think she knew. I think yeah, she basically I don't think just she found knew. out. So
2: I mean if she knew that like if she knew like what I'm trying to say is like if she knew that if somebody she, was controlling them, I don't think she would look that fearful to
1: face the animatronics because Unless she was unless she was more afraid of the person behind the animatronics. I the, guess the, you know the, the wizard, yeah. the wizard behind the curtain, sort of thing. You know, the um,
2: we yeah. do so she was knocked out during the time, so we don't really know um mm-hmm. if she knows that they're Chuck E. Cheese robots or not. So yeah. we'll find out that if I mean, she it, knows it, it,
1: You know, it, it, it had a very uh, like I said, Wizard of Oz sort of feel too. Like you know, except for we didn't find out who the wizard behind the curtain was.
2: We got two more episodes, so. Yeah,
1: we will find out. I mean, I. I we I will. Out. Um, so then um, our credits start rolling, and we do have a, mid, a mid-credits scene, first time in the series, where uh, Loki awakens in a post-apocalyptic New York City <laughs> and basically asks if he's dead and if this is hell. Spelled H-E-L, by the way, not mm-hmm. H-E-L-L. Like the Asgardian hell, not the human hell. Um <laughs> Not the
2: Not the It's uh kind of like an afterlife, sort of like a purgatory kind of yeah, it's, place. It's
1: what Norse the Norse people called yeah. the afterlife was hell. Um the uh so basically in there we we meet other Loki variants who ask him to join them in order to survive. <laughs> Including Richard E. Grant, who we finally get to see as a class, as what they call classic Loki. Yeah, <laughs> we we see a kid Loki, and uh and one called boastful Loki.
0: Who's, <laughs> boastful. He
1: yeah, was like a, was like a, a black guy with a with a hammer, which is interesting. And um, hey. you know, the the hammer part that I mean, I'm saying that you know, and then uh. We have a kid Loki, like I said, and then we have uh, we have like an, an alligator or a crocodile Loki.
2: <laughs> so in one of the timelines, apparently Loki is a, is a crocodile or yes. an
1: alligator.
2: Well, hey, it makes sense. Why not? I mean, like in, in um, Into the Spider-Verse is a spider pig. Yeah. Um, my, my, so... my,
1: my thing is, is I just want to know if in the next episode we're going to see a reptile talking. Ooh, because that'll be weird.
2: <laughs> well, wait a minute. It's interesting because if the, they said that the, because one of the theories, I think you, I think you brought this up actually last week, um, that perhaps the person who's actually running the show is like a Loki, but he wants to be like the only Loki type of thing, and then so you got a alligator Loki, but they were saying the pipe keepers are like lizards people so that's kind of an interesting
1: interesting who knows oh uh, no know, i'm just saying uh, you know, maybe maybe that's the one that's controlling it is the one the kid's holding or maybe he's gonna pick up a banjo and we find out he's an animatronic thing that plays at a <laughs> pizza place yeah yeah anyway so <laughs> uh who knows um i'm obsessed yeah. i'm obsessed with this animatronic thing um anyway so Do you want to take a break here, Matt? And we'll come back and we'll talk about some, uh, some trivia and speculation. Sure. (laughs) Okay. We'll be
0: right back. Need a new podcast to listen to? Well, why not check out the super podcast from the super network at supermarcy.com where we discuss films and pop culture, and we do monthly fan voted commentaries. We are available on all major podcasting platforms.
1: Okay, we are back. Heck. Back in black. black. No, 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 no. no, no. Um <laughs> no, anyway, <no>, so <laughs> no, no. no ACDC. <clears throat> no. Not today. No. Nope. Not on the weekend where we celebrate America. We're not talking about any foreign bands. Anyway, so yeah. um <laughs> so uh the um so here's here's a little bit of trivia here for this episode here, Matt. Um, this okay. is the f- first appearance of Lady Sif in the MCU since Agents of Shield episode "Who You Really Are" in 2015. So, oh wow, yeah. Um, the uh, the um, the actress Kaylee Fleming, who uh, played young Sylvie, also played uh, young Ray in the uh, new Star Wars movies.
0: Oh really?
1: Yeah, and oh, okay. she and she also appeared, um, as Judith Grimes on The Walking Dead. So she's appeared in okay. several things based on comics and uh, other yeah, like, sci-fi looked- type stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah, she looked. Now that you think about it, now, mm-hmm. she, that she looked kind of familiar. Okay, yeah.
1: So uh, the scenes. The scene where Sif and Loki interact is based on the Norse legend, Norse legend, where Loki cuts off her hair. In the legend, uh, this eventually puts Thor on the quest that leads uh, to the creation of uh, um, M J O R N I R. I do not know how to pronounce that. I mean, I know that I should, but I don't. One of the what are you talking ha- about the hammer? Yeah, one of his hammers.
2: It's, it's called it's pronounced Mjolnir. Yeah. I
1: think yeah about
2: yeah yeah forget about how it's spelled because pronunciation has nothing to do with spelling whatsoever so yeah ignore it just pronounce as Milnjör or something like that just
1: anyway so 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 yeah it leads to the creation of that in the Norse mythology um e grant's loki variant is dressed in Loki's silver age comic book look this is why he's credited as classic loki and this is the first episode to have a post-credit scene. Um, the post-credit uh, scene introduces other Loki versions, and like I said, we have boastful Loki, crocodile Loki, kid, <laughs> kid Loki, and classic Loki. Um, we also see in the background of that scene uh, a a ruined um, Avengers Tower from the Avengers so yeah so the avengers tower is in the background of that scene destroyed it's interesting um
2: so i have a theory about this right um i don't really think that this is a destroyed um okay you remember the show stranger things um did you ever watch it no
1: i haven't watched stranger things yet i know i'm way behind on that i really should
2: well, there's a concept, it's not, don't worry, it's not really giving anything away, but there's a concept called, like, the upside-down world. Yeah, i heard of that, culture. yeah. Basically, it's just, like, it's the same place, but it's, like, all decayed and shit, but that's, like, the way it's supposed to be in that realm, so it's not, yeah. it's not so much anything's been destroyed, it's, like, that's the
1: normal state. You know what I mean? So, maybe, maybe this kind of... Maybe that's what's going on here? I don't know, you know, but... It could be. I mean and, and and it could be a different timeline. I'm just trying to figure out what it is, like where so so that that gives me so so now we're we can move into speculation here. Because that gives me uh thoughts about I know that Mobius is going to appear in future episodes. So mm-hmm. <laughs> makes me wonder where he went when he was pruned. Or or like C twenty or other people that got pruned, you know? Like are they in some kind of other timeline, or they sent there, or is it something like that, so maybe when people are pruned, they're not really being killed.
2: Well, yeah, because like, um, if you kill someone, I mean, it's not, not just from like a morality perspective, but if they did that, they would be kind of messing with the timeline themselves by killing someone, right? That's not supposed to be killed, so like... Well,
1: I don't know, because like everybody that they're killing are variants. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, true. They were already um, taken out of the sacred timeline, so.
2: Right. I don't know.
1: I don't know. It's hard to say. So, one theory that I I read somewhere is that there's a possibility that Ravana Renslayer is actually a Loki.
0: Oh,
2: okay.
1: And then maybe she's the one in charge of everything. Which wouldn't make sense because she used to be a hunter and not a judge. Right. Unless, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's not the main one in charge. Maybe she's like the second in command or something. I don't know what's going on, but that that could be an interesting little theory, which is probably going to be wrong. But I like that <laughs> theory. Um, um, That maybe she's like the Loki that's trying to be the superior Loki to all the other Lokis. And that's why she's pruning Lokis or getting Lokis out of the timeline.
2: There could only be one Loki. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Who knows? It could be that or some some other reasoning that she's doing what she's doing. Um, that's the only major, like, theory I have. And I, I'm just trying to figure out. I mean, there's got to be – because I've seen in some previews for, fu- for a future episode, I've already seen um, – there's a scene with uh, Owen Wilson driving a car
0: <laughs>
1: somewhere. So he's got to be – in a future episode and so I'm hoping that when he got pruned he got sent to some other timeline or something or maybe he got sent back to his own timeline I don't know what's going on you yeah. know what I mean because it makes you wonder if these people really were variants or if they were just randomly you know picking people off from timelines and just making it so they didn't exist
2: yeah exactly like what if they weren't even well that's the thing that's like um <clears throat> you know um like the show Legends on Tomorrow, right? Well, like, yeah. the whole point of that show was that those characters were so insignificant when it came to the timeline that it was okay to just pluck them yeah. out of the timeline. So this could be something like that, almost. It like, could be, yeah. I don't know, but...
1: I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, do you have any other final thoughts here, Matt, before we wrap things up?
2: Uh. Um, no, not really. Just, um, just uh, maybe, just try to watch this episode at least twice, just to kind of um, just get a feel for it. I don't think one time is really enough for this particular episode. So, yeah, I agree. I would, I would say at least two times.
1: Once, twice, <laughs> three times, three times a lady. A lady. <laughs> three times a Loki. anyways so um, well, I'll stop singing, folks, because I know it hurts your ears. Anyway, so um, here we um, make sure you uh, check out our 2 dot com. um, Follow our show. We got some interviews coming up and some really cool like uh, um, reviews of some sitcoms and stuff like coming up. We've got a review of the TV show Kirsty. So yeah that we recorded recently which will be fun to listen to and um yeah check out our patreon check out our Tea public get some merch walk around with some all too real to stuff on your back you know yeah and man and then you know people will be like what's that and you'll be like i don't know some podcast i listen to or whatever um yeah anyways <laughs> so um
2: the uh- <laughs> kind of shit i listen to yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: i don't know why you're talking to me i'm you know Trying to go to the bathroom right now, but oh, wait, no. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm just standing here at this urinal, and you just came up to me and asked me what my shirt was. Um, <laughs> wait. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. Anyway, so um, yeah. <laughs> make sure uh, make sure you uh check all our social media media out. Um, join our Facebook group, our All Too Real Too podcast group. Um, it's uh it's a fun place. You know, you can. Chat in there. I'll let you share anything you want in there, too. we got some people sharing their podcasts in there. You might want to check those out. Um, anyways, um, until next time, folks, um, be kind to each other. And, uh, you know, observe the sacred timeline. <laughs> Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to All Too Real Two Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com.